convention would have been an outdoor convention. I tell you the truth. Manna doesn't fall in a close circuit. Manna falls. It's a, it's a declaration of faith. Would have allowed us to draw the manna from above. Tonight is a great night. I don't know who came here for me, but I came here for myself. There's only one person that is going to be blessed in this meeting. And it, ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, all of us are going to be blessed. I thought you never knew that there was only one person, but I know you know that you're the person. I want to thank you, sir. Thank you for this great privilege. The choir, I'm still seeing some old faces. Come on, hallelujah. I'm still, this guy is now a huge guy. I'm seeing so many old faces. You're still there. The chairman is still standing. I mean, the chairman of the committee. Is it? Yeah. That's, is that, is that, is that the, not Dikinuche? She goes here. Yeah, hey. Aha. Uh -huh. I, I still remember some few people because it's been a pretty long time. Lift up your hands. Open your mouth. Place a demand. Just place a demand. Listen to me. If you allow this oil to pass, <laughs> just place a demand. Place a demand. Place a demand on the oil. Place a demand on the oil. Something is happening here already. The atmosphere is charged. The atmosphere is okay. Everything is ready. Everything is ready. I was talking to your mama yesterday night. We were talking in the hotel. And I told her, I said, Mommy, if anybody fails in this church, it's not this altar that has failed the man. Their faith has failed them. Their faith has failed them. May your faith not fail you tonight. May your faith not fail you tonight. May your faith not fail you tonight. Amen. Lift up those hands and talk to the Almighty God. I'm not hearing your voice. It's a prayer meeting. It's a teaching meeting. It's a dancing meeting. It's a sewing meeting. Everything is complete. Everything is complete. Libra askutsenya. Jende brahanda sura. Veliando skotosianda. Legrondo Santorianda Balash Ketuzatia Indo Zalingra and the Suntalingra Ereo Central Libradaj Machine Solebra Ezotaria Mesul Etengre Duskel Bradia Zitalanda Bahilo Zanteringra and the Zeteria Vetush Ketazuta Lingraj Shenda Batende Bahila Zingros Kotosia He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but make it mysteries unto the Lord. Can somebody make some mysteries tonight? Can somebody speak the future from today? In the precious, wonderful name of Jesus. I bring you greetings all the way from your sister church in Calabar. They say I should tell you they love you and there's nothing you can do about the love. love Hallelujah. And also to my Pokina fiber. For those of you who are, who are science students, you know that's a fiber that aids the heart to pump. That's my wife. Most beautiful thing in the whole world. Sweet. That's very sweet. Beautiful girl says I should tell you she loves every one of you. 
Hallelujah. I'm a husband of just one wife. I have three children. Divine, Trinity, and Holiness, the only girl. She calls herself the only girl. I want to say to every one of you, we love you. I came to fellowship in my church. I'm not a guest preacher. I came to fellowship in my church. Hallelujah. Please take your seat quickly this evening. I thank God for the feast of the word. The feast of the word. Please, the computer man, you're going to help me with some few scriptures. We're going to do some work. The feast of the word. The feasts of the word. And I'm the one to open for this first day. And I believe God will lead us through. But let me start from Isaiah chapter number 53, verse 1, before I say something that I want to say. Isaiah 53, verse 1. Media, can you help me quickly? We're going to do some work. Who had believed that report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Sir, the arm of the Lord will never be revealed to any man in this convention until they believe a report. Who? It does not matter. It does not matter where you're coming from. Your qualifications are not needed. The problem with the church today is that there are so many people preaching so many things. There's so many churches on the net. You have them in your phone. You have them in your house. You hear them in the... So, so now, so now, so now, so many people are not believing a report. And who will the arm of the Lord be revealed? I want to say something very strong. This is my church. I came with a burden. And I, if I don't finish up, I might stay over to finish up. Because I want to see somebody deliberately moving from one point of life to the other. I just desire to see somebody mark his calendar that after this manner from above convention, my life has changed. Who had believed our report? With a question mark. And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? I'm sounding very absurd. Let's go to Romans chapter 10 and verse 16. I'm just sounding out of place. Let's go to Romans chapter 10 and verse 16. Romans 10 verse 16. We're going to play with so much scriptures tonight. It's a feast of the word. I want everybody to gather. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not an exciting preacher. I don't come to make you laugh, dance. I don't come to... No, no, that's not why I'm here. I have, I'm here for only one reason. That that life that God has given to you will change. If I hear that amen louder than that, it's going to be you. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. They have not all obeyed the gospel. So this thing repeated itself again in the New Testament. And the servant of God made, made mention of this matter again. In this testament, it has repeated itself. Yeah, because that looks like it was an Old Testament thing. You know, we're in the days of grace. In these days of grace, we don't need this. We don't need that. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. There's an aspect of grace that when you don't do the right application, you frustrate grace. Paul 
Bible said, I labor more abundantly. If, that, if grace, you shouldn't labor. Then I labor more abundantly, even more than you. But not I. He now recognizes that that labor brought fruitfulness because grace was part of it. Ah. Uh, so we don't, we just need to, I, I just come, I want to sample some, because everybody has different opinion, different, different, no, 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 there's something we are going to do, and after now, you're going to understand, you're going to understand some truth. Let me announce to you that manna from above, the theme of my message is that manna is scarce. Manna is scarce. There's a scarcity of manna. If manna were just like that, everybody would not, everybody would have. Everybody will have. Manna is scarce. There are conditions for manna to be released. There are conditions to meet, to have manna. There are conditions to meet, to have manna. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. They have not all obeyed the gospel. For Elijah, Elijah or whatever said, Elias said, Lord, who had believed a report to whom, to that person, will the arm of the Lord be revealed. Lift up your hands. Say, Father, I will believe you for the first time. Reveal your arm to me. Sir, listen, listen. Somebody left his voice at home. There's somebody here that left his voice at home. If you did not leave your voice at home, lift up your hands and say, Father, I will believe your report for once. And let your arm be revealed unto me. The truth about it is that it's not a group thing. Success is not a group work in the kingdom. There's no group success in the kingdom. The group, there's no group success in the kingdom. Let me quickly bring you and open you up to the understanding of manner. I'm not going to teach. I'm not going to define manna. I'm not going to do that. Maybe tomorrow we'll go deeper because there's something you're going to get out of this. But I want you to understand that there was a time that manna was free. This manna was free. There was a time that this manna was free. That they told people that, that, that the scripture says don't even carry more than you can eat because tomorrow you're sure of it. There came another dispensation where manna was hidden. Oh, Shekabaya. I'm going to show you something quickly. Exodus chapter 16 verse 15. Exodus 16 verse 15. I love this theme. I'm going to repeat it in Calabar. There's going to be manna from above. Part 2. Calabar. Mm -hmm. when, you get, when you see good things, sir, adopt it. That's a John Mark. When you see something that... Because somebody needs to know. This is talking about provision. This is talking about elevation. This is talking about promotion. This is, there's so much hidden in manner. But how many people can assess it? And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one, one to another, it is manner. For, for they, they wished not that it was, it was. And Moses said unto them, this is the bread which the Lord had given you to eat. Uh, they said it was manner. And when Moses said, come, 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 come. This is the bread that God has given you to eat. The Lord is the Lord that has given. It was free. They woke up one morning and started seeing some things. People were scared. They, there was chaos in the camp. 
what is this? What is this? I said, what is this? And Moses said, no, everybody calm down. This is what? Manna. And what is it? What is manna? What is manna? The bread which the Lord has given to who? Mm -mm, to me. Please help me prophesy to me. The Lord has given to who? To, me. to do what? Me. You will eat in plenty next year. Amen. The beginning of your eating starts from tonight. Amen. There shall be no longer any form of scarcity in your destiny. Amen. Whatever look like lack and want in your life comes to an end in this convention. This is that bread that was given to us to eat. It was given to us to eat. Let's go to verse 31 of that scripture. Let's go to verse 31 of that scripture. Let's go. And the house of Israel called the name thereof manna. And it was like coriander seed, white. And the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Oh my God, it was sweet. Tell your neighbor it was sweet. Has anybody tested wafers here before? Have you tested wafers before? Wef this is, let me tell you, all that you see today, uh, wafers, it was God. God was the first inventor, creator, maker of wafers. Oh, come on, clap for Jesus now. <laughs> clap for Jesus. It, it, was, it, was, it was made of, and this one had some kind of honey. And I, you know what I asked the question, the question I asked the doctor, how did they get honey in heaven? Since bees produce honey on the earth, so where did they get honey? Tell your neighbor, mighty God. Tell your neighbor, wonderful God. Tell your neighbor, great God. That's the truth. Verse 32. Let's do some work. Let's just do some work. Come on, just follow me. Follow me. Keep following me. You're going to get something quickly. Just keep following me. And Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded. Feel an armor of it to be kept for your generations. Sir, something just happened. Something just happened. In the midst of the plenty, God gave an instruction that a particular quantity should be kept for my generation. Something just happened. In the midst of that plenty, in the midst of that plenty, in the midst of that plenty, the, the thing was falling. Nobody, he called some leaders, say, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. There's going to come a time when there's, some guys are going to rise up on this earth that will need something to substitute their labor. That they will need something to pay for their, for their struggles. That somebody will need a compensation. Somebody has to be in a scholarship. Something must just happen. Heaven must just help somebody. He said, gather some quantity. And keep it for a particular generation. And I'm in that generation. If you're in that generation, say you're in that generation. Listen to me. Are you, are you not understanding? I'm not a guest minister here. I'm not a guest minister. I'm a part of this house. You're not understanding. So, so, so lose this your psychedelic disposition to guest ministers. You know, no, no. You can't impress me. Oh. You cannot impress me. 
If there's anybody that is not interested in this reserved manner, carry your Bible and leave. Are you, are you interested in this manner? If you're a partaker, say I'm a partaker. Did you not hear me? I said, I said, your senior pastor, my brother, sent me back to school. I went back to the library, said sit there. Manna from above. Dr. Jonathan Imogu wants to kill me. <laughs> you're not hearing something. I'm going to bring out something that you're going to be so thrilled. You'll soon see it. It's hidden in the word. It's here. My only prayer is that you will believe the gospel for once. And the arm of the Lord shall be revealed unto you. I say the arm of the Lord shall be revealed unto you. I say the arm of the Lord shall be revealed unto you. Verse 33. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a pot and put an armor full of manna therein and lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generation. To be kept for your generation. That's why I came here. To let you understand that this is a, a generational invocation of God's favor on a people. It's not a normal service. It's not a normal declaration. It's not a normal convention. If you miss this convention, I don't know the one you have. Listen, listen. The choice of speakers was not by his own plans. By Dr. Jonathan's plans, he needed to just carry few, some few people in Lagos. At this point, they don't need to pay some bills. They just pay, uh, pay, pay flight ticket now. No, 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 no. That's not good for the ministry right now. Except you're not into the project season of a ministry. It's not good for the ministry right now. Pay flight, pay hotel, pay arrange for logistics, do all manner. No, 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 no. It was not me. But when the, this, the message dropped, the people to handle the message came up. I'm not, I'm not talking to my brother. I'm talking prophecies. What has gone on in the realms of the spirit. Because God wants to drop a level of grace that is going to disgrace the enemy in your life. You did not hear me. I say God wants to release a dimension of grace that is going to disgrace the enemy in your life. After this meeting, poverty will bow at your door. Something is happening here. Something is happening here. Don't, please don't, don't, don't entertain them with my pictures. They are seeing me. Everybody here can see me. Give me scriptures. Leave the word. Leave the word. I stay on the word. Leave it there. Leave the word. I want to bring somebody to something. And I know everybody's getting there. If you're going there, say, I'm going there. <laughs> if you're moving to the other side, say, I'm going to the other side. Tell your neighbor, leave me alone. <laughs> because your neighbor might be dragging you back, but you don't know. There. Please, just mind yourself. We are going somewhere. Are you there with me? Let's now look at now. Where did they keep this thing? Where was this thing up till this moment? Revelation chapter 2 verse 17. Where was this? Where was this? This where did they keep it? And now in Revelations 2, verse 17, it came like a warning. 
Now look at the warning. Look at the warning. Because at this time, manna is no more free. Manna is now secret. Manna has been hidden. And somebody must find out the secret to his manna. He that had an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying unto the mosque. Let him hear what the spirit is saying to the market. Let him hear what the spirit is saying in the, in, in, in the village. So when Churches. Thank you. You're a preacher. You preach for me today. And then when the person hears, who are the ones to partake? Look at scriptures. To him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the hidden manna. Don't I, I can go from here. I can I can I can go home from here. I, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because, because you are sitting here and not understanding that there is still manna. Manna is still falling. But to those that overcometh. That overcometh. That overcometh. To them that overcometh. Will I give of the hidden manna to eat. To him that overcometh. Sweetheart. To him that overcometh. Let's not stop telling me it's not working. You are not an overcomer. Stop telling me the door is closed. You are not an overcomer. Stop telling me things are not happening. You are not an overcomer. To him that overcometh. Will be given this manner. It's not like the first time. So the first time everybody ate it in scholarship. They, did, they call it what's this thing. What's this thing now mommy. You don't, whether you walk, you don't walk. Every day, you just carry it in a bucket for the foodists. You just carry it in a bucket. Go and sit somewhere. Consume. Go to toilet. After that, you die. They, they, that's what they did. For 40 years in the wilderness. So a child was born. He never knew anything than to eat. He was sure of the meal. He ate the food of angels. Men ate the food of angels. You know, the funniest thing they said, for 40 years, no one was sick. No one was worried. Nobody stand our store. Their shirts, they did not understand that they, had, they were not operating in the, in, the, in the natural. They were operating in the realms of the supernatural. They were now like angels because they were eating the food of angels. So what happened, the tie and wear that happens to things in the natural could not touch them because they were partaking of a supernatural meal. And then God knew that there was going to be a generation that was going to face tribulation. There's going to be a generation that was going to face lack. There's going to be a generation that was going to face situations. There was going to be a generation where immortality rate will reduce to 22, 18, 19, 17, where young girls are dying, young men are dying. They're not fulfilling destinies. They're not somebody finished. Um, youth service on his way home dies and all manner and he said no Aaron I am the all knowing God take of a little put in a pot keep it before the Lord and keep it as a secret for a generation to come and when that generation that shall come it will not be given free again but in this generation those who overcome shall eat Let's 
listen, listen. I feel good when I preach the gospel. I feel good when I discover the truth. That's why I thanked my brother. I said, where did you get this from? Mama, mama, I keyed into this before I came here. That's about a month ago when he called me. I said, Lord, when I stumble on this thing, I said, Lord, I must be the first partaker. Doctor, you're my brother. Very soon you'll be in town. Some few, about a month after, immediately after the call, a week after my house. Please give me a mic. Give me power in my sound. A young man entered my house and moved away all the furnitures in my house and moved in some furnitures worth 4.5 million naira. And another one came and said, Papa, you can't use this generator. He moved in a silent cabin in my house. Where were all these things? When I hit the word and I understand the truth, he said to me, He that overcometh shall. Now, excuse me, can God give and somebody resist? Who is that man that can stop God from giving? Take something. Listen to me. If you open up in you open up in this meeting, you will leave this place home today and become a changed man. You will leave this place home and become a new person. A new dimension of you is about to emerge. This generation shall call you blessed. Listen, listen. As this meeting is going on right now, I want to make a proof. Of this dimension of God's favor and blessing, your phones are going to begin to receive alerts. I will give him a white stone and a stone, and in the stone, a new name written. In the stone, a new name written. Sir, all these things that they think they know, there's a dimension which no man knoweth, saving he that received it. Sir, you cannot explain this dimension to somebody. How would anybody believe that a young man walked into my house, gave me a check of, of, of 4.5 million, and told my wife, I heard your testimony when daddy married you, that you guys slept on the floor, I give you a bed of 1.8 million. And they changed my room. My wife a bed. For me, the chairs in the parlor. Sir, I have never in my life known that there is something called about 16, 16 seaters. I mean, 16 seaters. Two, two three seaters. And other single seaters. They brought a chain to my house and it became a problem. Are you hearing me, sir? They brought chairs into my house and it became a problem. I don't know where to keep chairs. I don't know where to keep the chairs. The chairs are too much. What's happening to me? I never understood that there's a dimension which no man, including me, he said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men. What God has prepared for them that love him. Can I hear you shout that amen like a thunder? Sit down. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you don't understand, you don't know, you don't know. 
And what you don't know is older than you. And growing up would make you know. Age does not reveal wisdom. Gray hair is not a guarantee for success. When you say, when I get to 33 years old or 40, I will buy a car. I tell you the truth. At 40, you'll still be tricking. So it's not how old you are that makes change, things to change. It is how, how you understand and reveal, they reveal knowledge in the word of truth. That's what makes the difference in your life. I came here one morning. I came in contact with my brother. We were then at the other shopping mall. I mean, that mall. We were there where the church used to be. I remember the church used to hold every Sunday and then hold at Papa's office for some weeks. And I came, when I came to the church, let me share something with you. Because some of you are looking for what is already here. That's the problem. Somebody's looking for what is already here. I wish you know how to get what you want than to look for what is already there. And when I came to that meeting, God had blessed me. At that, at that time, there's something that used to happen in my life. Anywhere I go to, people give me material things. Nobody gives me money. People give me material things. Somebody has given me 70 plots of land. Another person has given me two acres. Another person, I have 40 plots here, 70 years here. I'm, I'm a very senior, serious landlord in Calabar. Very serious landlord. <laughs> very serious landlord in Calabar. Now, the truth about it is that I've never bought any of those things. In fact, I don't know how to do a landed agreement. I've never done a landed agreement before. They all given, all given, all given. But when I came here, there was something I was lacking. Can somebody say lacking? lacking. Can somebody say lacking? lacking. Were, can somebody say lacking? lacking? And when I came that Sunday, I sat down. My brother talked to me. He spoke to me in the hotel that night. He said something to me. He said, Doctor, we've been trying to buy a land and we cannot. And I looked at him. Land. Hmm. What is land? <laughs> land? Something that I used to collect. <laughs> the, that was not the testimony. Let me tell you the testimony. And then he now told me how many millions they were paying as rent. I said, millions? Something I've never seen. God is not fair. God is not fair. God cannot give you everything. He gives you some and withholds some. And gives other people some and withholds some. And I heard, I heard my brother talking about millions. I said, millions, you use and pay rent. Are you mad? Something wrong with you? Millions, use and pay rent. I've not seen a million before. Not, not that I've not put up, not put millions together. I've not done project worth some millions. But that somebody walk in and say to me, take one million. I've never seen that before in my life. And I said to him on that Sunday morning when I came to minister, I said to him, sir, today we are going to enter a covenant in this church. God is going to give you a land. And I'm also going to receive the anointing to raise millionaires. Are you, do you agree? I agree. We took water inside the church. He poured it and spoke over my life. I poured it and spoke. I'm not surprised this place is coming. He's not also surprised to hear me say it. Somebody gave me something worth 4 point something million. The tide changed. 
I started going to church and the first thing that happened to me that shocked me was that one day we were in a meeting and I just made an announcement of something. One young woman walked out, said one million. <laughs> and I said, if I remove the Holy Ghost from where it is, the way it will, the way it will fire you. I never believed that there was a millionaire in the church. I never believed that God had started to do a quick walk in his own time. God will do a quick walk in your life. So I, 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 was, I was with Bishop Saint this afternoon in the, in the hotel. He said, we were there. My phone rang. And the harvest is Sunday. I wish this program was not. I would have just dragged you and Mama. We go and leave these people. <laughs> I'm telling you, this 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 is a senior brother in that nobody plays with Dr. Imogu. If Dr. Imogu is coming to Calabar every way is on attention. So I don't know how you people are looking at your pastor here. Sir, we were just there. The phone call rang. They rang. The phone rang. He said, Pastor Papa, I wanted to ask a question. Uh, this afternoon, two people just brought cow. Two cows. I said, two people brought one cow. He said, no, they brought a cow. They just brought another one. I said, for what? He said, for the harvest. So they're asking me, where do they want to keep the cow? I said, bring it to Lagos. <laughs> bring the cow to Lagos. Since I'm in Lagos, and you people are in Calabar, that is, they don't know where to keep anything. Are you understand? You're not understanding this. See, these things are, these things are happening with feeble hands. They're happening with feeble hands. People you will never believe in your life. When, when, this church has a matured audience. The church I'm talking to has a matured audience. I'm talking about feeble hands. I'm talking about people you can't really place. I'm talking about a city like Calabar, where everything is. This afternoon, I turned and I said to, to uh, Bishop, Bishop, see trouble. The, today is uh, Thursday. Already two cows have landed for the harvest on Sunday. Listen to me. I want to challenge you today. That he that overcometh. Will have a new name. That your name will change. That your name will change. When they want to mention you. They will, if they don't know your name. They will attach the name of your latest car to you. You are not hearing me. If they don't know you, they will attach the name of that, that the, 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 the most beautiful house on the street. When they are trying to explain, they, somebody after this convention, they will attach something better to you in the name of Jesus. But there's a price for the blessing. 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 And this is where we all slack out. This is where we don't have overcomers. This is where we don't have overcomers. Let me tell you the truth. The testimony I just shared here was a lie. Because I did not tell you the full testimony. There's these couples in my church that finished wedding 10 years ago. After 10 years... I had to visit them and I got to their house to discover that they are sitting on the floor. And I came back and God told me, remove all the chairs in your office. 
my office, the kind of chairs in my office, Lord, stop that your joke. Stop those jokes. Did I send them to go and marry? The chairs in my office, my office is the most, I don't stay at home. My office is my life. My office is my life. My office is as big as this space we are here. This, as big as this, that's my office. My table is there, my chairs, my, I just have a comfort. I walk around, I do everything I like. I play some golf inside my office. You're not catching it, clap for me, local boy. <laughs> Clap for me. It's not my fault. Clap for me. I'm an overcomer. Are you hearing me? It's not my fault. If you overcome, you will also do what I do. And as long as you are not an overcomer, keep clapping for an overcomer. Clap for me. It's not talking. You're just looking at me like that. Are you looking at me like that? Is it my fault? Huh? It's not my fault. I want you to gather yourself because we are going to push it harder. Tomorrow, we're going to summon the heaven and the earth. We're going to bring the heaven, call the heaven for a case, bring a case file on the earth, and then bring the two together. My brother, is it not scary? Is it not something worth asking questions? Why the devil should Tell God that he wants to give God something. The devil told Jesus, if you will worship me, I'll give you the whole earth. Mm. Satan mm. is talking to Jesus, mm. a God. If you will worship me, I'm going to hand over the whole earth to you. So when did you think, start thinking that it's just a stroll into the secret thing? When did you start thinking so? That you just stroll? Just stroll and leave, just leave your house, go to secondary school, enter university, come out and break through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Auntie, phonics is different from pocketo. Phonics, I might not speak good English, but uh, I'm an overcomer. Amen. I tell you the truth. I'm going somewhere and I want everybody to just follow me. We are landing in a short while. I don't want to engage you today. I'm opening your mind up to something. I'm trying to open you up to something. I'm trying to open you up to something. Because somebody here needs the help of heaven. Somebody here needs heaven to help him. Somebody here needs the help of heaven. I saw my father die, a wretched man. And I saw the, it coming towards my direction as the first son. I said, so upon all the inheritance, the one I want to inherit is poverty. God punish Satan and his grandmother. I won't inherit poverty. It's the truth. I never know how to sleep on bed. I slept on the comfort of the floor, under a thatch house. From my young, as a young boy till I grew up. My fight to overcome today is a vendetta. I am challenging the devil that I can change my world. This my world can do what? Change. 
That's the truth. So to, 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 to become an overcomer, number one thing you must understand is that God must be, you must get God involved in your case. Somebody must get God involved in his case. God must be involved in your case. Oh. God must be involved, strongly involved in your case. Not this dimension of service or the way you're doing things. You're there, you're not there, you like it. You don't you, some people are going to church for pastor. When you make your breakthrough, will you take it to Papa's house? Is it his house that you go and stay there and share the money? When the spirit of Ananias and Sapphirias fill the church, where husband and wife even lie before the Holy Ghost. Thank God for today, we have churches that don't preach against some certain uh, covenant responsibilities. But, sir, it is to him that overcometh. It's to him that overcometh. And number one way to show that you are an overcomer is to get involved in you and get God involved in your case. Sir, you must get God involved in your case. I want to give you a walk. As you're coming back tomorrow, do me just five prayer points. Come with it tomorrow. Come with it tomorrow. Let's place it before the Lord. Let's lift it up in prayers. Let's speak to God about it. You must get God involved in your case. Let's look at John chapter 9. From verse 2 to 7. You must get God involved in your case. And his disciples asked him, asked him saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Who is the reason for your, your problem? Some of you are going through some problems. That, that's why you're running from pole to post, looking for a prophet, looking for, because you don't understand where your, this, your problem is even coming from. Let's not deceive ourselves. School, you have not graduated. You went to learn how to do a trade. You have not done, you went to catering school. You left halfway. You went to start selling. You did everywhere you go. You, you, at a point, you're tired. If, if such a person is here in this meeting today, I declare to you that this marks the end of the, every demonic agenda in your life in the name of Jesus. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man or his parents that he was born blind. Because there are certain questions we need to ask. This is my problem. Where is it coming from? Is it me? Is it my parents? Who is involved in this matter? Give me verse 3. Give me verse 3. Jesus answered, neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Sir, sir, do you mean that the works of God to be manifesting, manifested in somebody, somebody must be punished to be born blind? Sir, there are many people here today who they need the hand of God, mama, for something because God has put that infirmity there. God has put that injunction there. God has put that problem there so that God can prove that he is God. But look at them far away. Everybody's on to his tent. Oh, Israel. Everybody. Nobody wants to get committed. Sir. 
Nobody wants to get committed. And yet they are looking, going around looking for who is the cause of my problem. And God said, I put it. I caused the problem. This one is not Satan. This particular situation, I am the cause. I need your attention. That's why the more afflicted you are, come before him. Even if they want to kill you, come to this church. Prove this altar. Prove this Vimite altar. Did you hear the covenant behind this altar? Victory inheritance. That is, there is no defeat concerning this church. No defeat. When the wars come to wars, come and lie down here. Let the devil come and defeat you here. But you know that, sir, they don't even believe the gospel you're preaching. They don't even believe the covenant that God has given to you. They don't believe the, 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 the mandate. They don't know. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Look at kings walk on the foot and servants are riding on the horses because servants have discovered the secret. An outsider will come here and give two million, they clap. An outsider will come and give one trailer of cement, they clap. And yet people in the church are just there. They don't understand. They think they are giving to you. And Jesus answered, neither has this man sinned nor his parents. Sir, if this man has not sinned, his parents has not sinned, then who did this? Is it not the devil? The devil has done this. But why must God allow this man to go through this thing that the works of God should be made manifest in him? Auntie, excuse me. What if that your marriage, that up to now you're not married, you're still struggling looking for a suitor, that God wants to, so that his work will be made manifest in you. What if it is God that wants his work to be manifest in you? What if that thing you're going through, you've been, you've been married for years now, no child. What if God wants the work of his hands to be made manifest in your life? This is the word feast. That's why I'm saying tomorrow there's not going to be space in this place because I'm going to go into a different dimension. I want to load you. I want to load your spirit. I want to load you. Can I hear somebody say, I will never be defeated. I, I heard only one person's voice and that's mine. Give me verse 4. Verse 4 of this scripture. Let's read on. Let's read on. I, play, I like scriptures. I like scriptures. This is a church. This is a, word, a worded church. I must walk the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can walk. Sir, anything that anybody wants to do now. The Bible speaking said, bear the burdens of your youth. Bear the yokes and the burdens of your youth. Whatever you want to become tomorrow, start today. Stop postponing. There's never a better time to start giving. There's never a better time to start serving. There's never a better time to start marrying. There's never a better time to do anything. Do it now. I must walk the walks of him that sent me. Is that how you're walking the walk of God in this church? You see? You see? He said, the night cometh when no man can walk. The night cometh when no man can walk. The night cometh. Sir, I would have stupidly that day walked away from Vim. I would have stupidly pride 
senior pastor of Christ Diplomats Church. Yeah, walk away from him. I said, no, sir. The night cometh when no man can walk. Give me what you have. Give me what you have. Give me. Give me what you have. Do you know what it takes to give somebody anointing? Because the only thing the devil is scared of is anointing. That's the only thing that breaks the yoke. As the servant of God was about to leave the earth, he asked the servant, what do you want that I do for you? He said, please give me double portion of your anointing. He said, you have asked a hard thing. Do you know what it means? If you don't know what it means, if you don't know why I came here, if you don't know the grace that is coming to gather everybody here and what is about to happen here, then you might not understand what is going on. Verse 5. Verse 5. Quickly. Verse 5. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As long as I am in this world, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Listen to me. Listen to me. Stop acting the light. You're the light. Stop waiting for others. You should be the one. Stop waiting for somebody. You should be the man. Why should there be a need in the church? And you're waiting for others. You're the one. I am the light. I am the light. I am the light. In Calabar. I will contend with any authority. I'm the light. I'm the light. That's why if I don't have what to do, I, I wake up, I say, paint this place black. Paint it, paint it. People will pass. Say, ah, sir, what is happening? They are painting that place black. I say, yes, I wanted you to see that I'm still there. Because if I paint it white, you will not ask me. But now that you're seeing black, they are painting the church black. You stop and ask, what's happening? See, they are painting now. Say, Pastor, I passed, they saw one of the churches, they are painting it black. I said, would you have called me if you did not see black paint? You are the light. You are the, the government of your father's house is upon your shoulder. You are the reason why that family must laugh. You are the testimony that that family must refer to. And how many people, how many people are getting God involved in their matter? How many people are allowing God to get involved in their matter? How many people? It's for the overcomers. So this manner we will eat, but it's for the overcomers. Verse 6. Verse 6, sir. Verse 6. Just want to take two, and we're out of here. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clear of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Sir, you see how God gets involved in the man's matter. This man was going his way. The disciples brought gossip. Sir, the man was going his way with his blindness. And the disciples brought gossip to Jesus. Somebody will go and gossip you to your helpers. I don't like that, amen. Say it as if you believe it. As they go to gossip you in the office, it will bring your next promotion. So let the gossipers in this church do their work. I permit gossipers 
today to start doing their work. Huh? Yes. Gossip true. Let the gossipers do their work. Let them do their work. So imagine the man was going in with his blindness. Some people went and, eh, my Master, what is the cause of this man's blindness? Is it his mother or his father or his uncle or his auntie? Who, was, who caused the blindness? They brought gossip. The gossip turned out to become testimony. If I were you, I would jump on my feet and shout amen three times. Dr. Imogu, somebody's going to eat this manna. You see this manna? If you're, if you're there, listen, listen, listen. When you want to whet the appetite of the spirit, take a seat. Take a seat around wherever you're standing. Take a seat. Run and march on this altar. Just take anything in your hands, anywhere. Just whet the appetite of the spirit. Carry something. Run to the altar. Drop it quickly. Anything, anything, anything. Just key. Listen, you don't draw the supernatural by standing. Amen, amen, amen. Let something represent you. Let something drop. Because I know that somebody's going out to gossip somebody here. And it's going to turn out to become a testimony. It's going to turn out to become a, 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 a breakthrough for you. Papa says it is gossip true. See the way God just acted. When he had, had not spoken, his part, he did not ask them a question again. His part, that man would have passed Jesus. Jesus would have not done anything. That man would have gone. Jesus would not have healed him. And here, gossip brought Jesus to the scene. And Jesus spat on the ground. Took the stuff. The clay. Made the clay hospital. And he anointed his eyes. Of the, the eyes of the blind man. With the clay. He anointed the eyes of the blind man. I see God visiting somebody here. 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 Wherever the manna of your family is hidden. You will partake of it in the name of Jesus. Wherever the manna of your generation is hidden, you shall be a partaker in the name of Jesus. Wherever the manna of your family is hidden, you shall be a partaker in the name of Jesus. Verse 7. Verse 7. Something happened. And say to him, go, wash in the pool of salmon, which is by interpretation sent. And he went his way, therefore, and washed and came, saying, clap for Jesus. Hidden manner. Hidden manner. It's only about getting God involved in your matter. I want you to serve God in this church until God gets involved in your matter. He said, is he the only person that I require? He's doing so that they will see. Immediately they start saying that, finish. Are you the only person that is in the instrumentalist department? You want to play keyboard, you want to play drums, you want to, you want to sing. Immediately they say that, finish. Forget it. God has taken notice of you. God has just taken notice of you. God just takes notice. Look at what happens. Sir. The man, all that he needed to eat of this manna was gossip. All that he needed to eat of this manna was somebody to just point him to God. And the person came like a disadvantage. He came like a gossip. He came like reporting a matter. It came like a mockery. Is it his father? They extended it to a father. Is it his mother? What concern a blind man with the father and the mother? 
Instead of saying, is it glaucoma or cataract or one medical thing, you went and called somebody's father. Was the father blind? Was the mother blind? You did not even go into that. You now went to dig his foundation of sin. Whether did they sin? Did the father sleep with somebody's wife? Maybe that should have been the problem. They did not know that it was time for God to remember somebody. Open your mind. You're going to get something heavy. You're going to get something heavy. Number two way to become an overcomer is to make God focus his attention on you. Let God focus his attention on you. Can God focus his attention on you? Like I said, that I shared a fake testimony here. I told a lie. That I, I gave, a, I, somebody gave chair to me. Sir, I went out to the house and I took out the chest in my parlor. I mean, sorry, in my office. And I took it. I could, I, it was raining, a very heavy rain. I called for the truck. I said, where's my truck? They brought it. Back this chest out. Take it to the brother's house now. And everybody said, it's raining. I said, no, not under this rain. Now, when they were packing the things, the brother was going to, to the office. He saw when they were packing chests out of my office under the rain. He turned the car and came back. So if they had allowed that time to pass, that's why prompt obedience is real obedience. If they had allowed that time to pass, the guy would have passed to his office and nobody, he came back. He said, Daddy, what's wrong? He said, man, God just told me to give this chair to your brother. He's, the guy doesn't have a seat in his house. He said, is that all? So how are you going to cope up? He said, I'm going to move the chairs from my house. I'm going to move the chairs from my house to, to the office. That same day, I moved the chairs out. My boys went back home, kept ball. Boom! They brought down one uh, glass, this thing from the table and bricked it. That same day. That's, I've turned the house to a, to a football pitch. So there's no need of taking football outside. So they just had to do. So when I came back, on coming back, after sowing such a seed, and they now moved these other chairs, on coming back, the first testimony I heard, and they've broken that uh, flower vest. And say, what happened? Say, they were playing ball here. Uh, so I turned and looked at my wife. My wife said, Shay, you turn house to a football field now, so let them play. We passed. Doctor, anybody that says that there is no God is only a big fool. Not a fool, sir. A big fool. So when my boy came back, he came back to the office. He said, I went to the office. I've been troubled, daddy. I've been troubled. So now what, what's happening to the chairs in your house? I said, no chair. No chair in my house. He said, okay, let's go and look for a chair. I said, that, the kind of chair I want now, that this one is leaving. I don't want all those. He said, sir, let's go and look for a chair. He drove the car. I did not believe that where we were going to was that place. He drove to the place, packed, and we came. I was looking at him. So what's happening? He said, upstairs, we went up. Check, check, check. He said he wants the costliest chair in this shop. And they showed him. Clap for Jesus. <laughs> he that overcometh. I overcame greed. I cost God to focus on me. I brought God's focus to my life. God saw it. 
under the rain. You did it promptly. You were coming on the road. You heard it. You reached the office. You obeyed me. Instantly. Instantly. Doctor, I made a post before coming here. On Monday this week, I decided to stay at home for the first time after many years. I've not stayed at home. I, I slept on the chair. And I snapped. I said, put it on Facebook for me. Oh, you saw it? Doctor. doctor. I said, today, this one, you see this particular test, even if my enemies let them see that level has changed. This one, this one, everybody, the whole world must see it. And I promised myself, everyone one month, I'll comment on this, the post, so that the thing will come up again. So even if you don't see it, you will see it. Doctor said he saw it. That day, mama, I, I, I came down from the, I came down from the, from my room. I came down, I stood and I looked at the house. I did not understand it. I said, what's this? Is this how God works? Marble tables, marble chairs, antiques, everywhere. Both the shelves, the everything, antiques, pure antiques. I said, man, is it a dream? Okay, today I'm not going to walk. I want to sleep on the chair. To be sure, maybe it's a dream. Is somebody there with me? Tell your neighbor, cause God to focus on you. Attract God's focus. Sir, this manner is possible, but few people can overcome. Few people can overcome. Let's look at John chapter 5, verse 2. John chapter 5, verse 2. Now there is at, the, at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. You see, when God focuses on a man. Verse 3, sir. Verse 3, let me show you something. In this lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, horse, without waiting for the moving of the water. Great multitude, great multitude, great multitude of unemployed, great multitude of young women that are not married, great multitude. Sir, the case, one case you have has multitude of people with you. You're not the only person that is not married. There are multitude of girls. There are multitude of women that don't have the fruit of the womb. There are multitude of women that are only one sex. They give birth to only women, women throughout. You're not the only person. No. Ask your pastor what we hear. As pastors, what we hear as pastors, that's why at times when some issues come, you say, that is not talking. He, does, he cannot talk to you. You have not heard anything. You only heard only one case. You announced it in the whole church. If you hear that in this church there are more than 90 HIV carriers, what will you do? You will die. You see somebody walk into the office and tell you, Daddy, I have a problem. Say, sit down. What's the problem? I have HIV. Last three months, a young man walked into my office and said, sir, I want to see you. He tried seeing me for more than one month. I was not available. So on the day, so he, stayed, he waited since morning. I finished morning prayers. And we, I, I came out from the office about 4 p.m. The boy, young man was still seated. And they wanted to. I said, no, no, don't stop him. Come. Come into my office. Uh, because of you, I'm not closing. Let's go back. We got back. He sat down. He said, sit down. I took him to my church. Let's sit down. Let's talk. I said, do you take mineral? Do you take something? He said, no, sir. I have a problem. What is your problem? He said, I'm a thief. Doctor, Mogu. 
I have never seen, I've never had such a case. People will bring cases so. But a man walked to you face to face. What is your problem? He said, I am a thief. And I looked at him. He started crying. How many thieves here can tell, say that they are thieves? You cannot. He told me that he is a thief. Let's be real. Let's be real. And then I, I looked at him. The Holy Spirit gave me, gave me a word for him. I said, you're not the thief. I took him to John chapter 10 and verse 10. That the thief cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I said, you're not the thief. You're only a, an agent to the thief. You're just an agent of the thief. You have taken up a wrong nature. And you're acting on it. And you think you're the one doing it. You're not the one doing it. Who are you? Were you born when the thief was born? Do you know how old the thief was? I took him to the Bible. The thief was this from the beginning. He walked down. He was in the garden of Eden with God. He walked down the, the coals of fire. I showed him in the, in the, the scriptures who, who the thief is. And I made him to understand that, look, you're an agent. The way I'm an agent of God. The way I'm preaching about Jesus. You're preaching the devil. And he said, knelt down and started crying. That was the end. That was the end. So what am I saying? There were, there were great multitude of impotent. There were great multitude of barren. There were great multitude of jobless people. There were great multitude. But let me announce to you, in case you think that God helps multitude, you fail. God does not even have pity for the multitude. Mistake we do in church. Let me go to church. Maybe God will help me. Others are struggling. He said the gospel was preached unto us as it was also preached unto them. But he never profited them because they did not mix theirs with their faith. While others are preaching, we're pressing. Others are pressing, you're standing and waiting for your turn. Your turn will never come. Your turn will never come. Because the people that have the same problem you have are more than enough. Dr. Emago, I hope I'm in order, sir. I, I, I hope I'm in order. You know, you know, the truth is that this is not, this is a revival. This is a revival meeting for the end of the year so that everybody can reposition themselves for next year. 2020 will meet you good. 2020 will meet you with a testimony. By the time I come back here, you shall become the sign of this church. You shall become the wonder of this church. feel good in this place. Feel good. That's why I'm sharing my, the truth from my heart. Feel good in this place. Feel good in this place. I feel real good in this place. Because I can see people's stars shining again. I can see faces lifted up again. I can see you entering the, realm of, the new realm of glory. I love that song that the choir composed. You won't tell me that you were not the one that composed that song. I can see you in a new realm of glory. You, because you can't, you, can't, you can't take in this kind of substance and not be crazy. Let me announce to you, the secret to the breakthrough in this kingdom is violence. Violently do some things. Because something will want to tell you not to do. And whenever anything tells you not to do, that's the thing that wants to stop you. And in this lay a great multitude of impotent folks. Give me verse 4. Give me verse 4. Quickly. 
For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Prompt obedience. Anybody, as the water is troubling, anybody that enters. Some, some people will forget their pains. Some people will forget that they had pains. Some people will forget. Some people will roll themselves into the water. Some people will just get close. Another person enter. They attempt, attempt like that. But there were great multitude of impotent folks. And whoever enters first. Whoever enters first. Oh, sir. At this point, this is where grace speaks now, sir. Because there are some people that will never enter this water. And this water permits only one person per year. So this, when you are in this pool, you don't close your eyes. That's how you sleep. <laughs> That's how you sleep. Your eyes open, looking at the water. I know where I come from. I came from a stronghold. I am not a success by mistake. I am a success by a deliberate attempt. Deliberate attempt. Defiling every law of economics, commerce, and every law say that all things being equal, because I don't know when everything will be equal. Maybe it might be at 70 years. That's when everything will be equal for me. So I know how I got to where I am. I love the silence in the church. It's a proof that we came for business. Wherever you're sitting, just pray in the Holy Spirit for one minute. I want you to open your mouth and pray in the Holy Spirit for one minute. This is a very heavy meeting. This is a life-transforming meeting. This is a life-changing meeting. This is a meeting that is going to change realms, change people's glory, change people's garments, change people's level, change people's dimension. This is a meeting that is going to turn things around in people's life. This is a meeting that is going to announce people. This is a meeting that after this meeting, I feel the weight of glory. I feel the weight of glory. I feel the weight of glory. In the precious name of Jesus. And whosoever first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Verse, the next verse, verse 5. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. My prayer for you is that you will not die in that situation. Yeah. My prayer for you is that your excuses will not kill you in that situation. Yeah. Any people give so much excuses, mommy? Mommy, there's no, there's, there's no set of people that give excuses like Christians. I wish they know what it means to take the hidden manna. Thank God for my brother. This, this is deep. This is deep. And I, I trust God for the servant of God that is going to come after now. He's gonna, I know he's going to deal deep. This is a choice. Watch the way this meeting is going to be. It's going to be one meeting that you will not for, you will never forget in a hurry. Because you're going to see the impact and the glory of God from the day one, which is today. 
that amen is not loud. You kept your amen in the house. And a certain man, there are certain women here, there are certain young men here, there are certain here, 20 years, whatever, in a matter, and they are still there. Verse 6. Verse 6. And when Jesus saw him lie, and knew that he had been now a long time in the case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? If Jesus were to ask you that question tonight, what would you answer? Sorry? You answer that you would like to be made whole. Listen to the man. The next verse, verse 7. Listen to the man. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another stepped down before me. For those of us here who don't have men. For those of us here who don't have people. For those of us here who don't have connections. For those of us here who don't have helpers. You must rise up and overcome. Amen. You must get ready to become what? An overcomer. Can I hear somebody say, I will overcome? I will Can I hear somebody say, I will overcome? Can I some, hear somebody say, I am going to rise up and overcome her? Can I hear somebody say, I don't have somebody, but I will rise up and overcome her? I will rise up and overcome her. Lift up your hands wherever you're standing and begin to talk to God. Lift up your hands wherever you're standing. I'm not hearing your voice. I want you to rain down prayers in this house. Open your mouth and begin to rain down prayers. Open your mouth. And